Good morning and welcome to the Curiosity of Alexandra GD. This is episode nine and it's been almost a month since my last episode. So I figured I would take a few minutes to um, send one out into the world and maybe give a little update and what has me um, curious lately. So I have been busy um, since moving to Ontario from PEI um, with trying to find a job, as I mentioned before. I'm still in the process of that, but hopefully it's almost finished um, and and I should be starting quite soon. But um, so, yeah, and then so the job is a thing. And then also uh, when we first moved here, my daughter and I, we moved in in with my boyfriend into um, quite a small apartment. I think it's about maybe 500 square feet. Um, anyway, so it was kind of in the plans to try to find a little bit bigger space and also so that he could have uh, space for his children to come and visit. Um, he has children from his previous marriage as well, from his first marriage. Well, we're not married. I don't know why I say first, like we're on a second, but we're together. Anyway, <laughs> I'm babbling. So uh, have a good space for his kids to come and visit. They're, they're 18 and 15. His daughter is actually, uh, they're, they're less than a month apart with my daughter in age and their birthdays. So it's quite, it's quite fun and they get along really well. So it's great. So we don't have an extra bedroom. Um, there's not really a space for an extra bed anywhere. There's no couch. And there's definitely uh, just a tiny little table that the three of us sit at um, to have dinner and sometimes breakfast together. And it's very tiny. So add another person and it just doesn't really work. So we kind of been um, uh, in the back of our mind keeping a, an... Um, a focus on trying to find another place and we kind of put it on the back burner after a little while and thought well you know in the new year maybe we'll we'll look a little bit more actively for now we'll just we'll just stay in our little spot it's a really good location and uh, we do enjoy the ability to walk everywhere so anyway um I'm not sure how much information I should give, but I can I can share the overall idea he is a military man and he had applied almost a year and a half ago for um, housing on the base and got put on the wait- on a waiting list and finally got his turn right before he went away on an exercise um, about a month ago. So, so yes, we'll be moving on the base and I've never lived on a military base. Uh, my ex-husband was not military, but my father was military. He was in the Air Force and but I've never lived even when I was a baby. Um, actually, I think he already had left the Air Force by the time I came around. But anyway, so I've never lived on base, and um, kind of looking forward to that. And it will be a, a separate detached house with three bedrooms, so we'll have space, and we'll have space for a dining table, which we look forward so much because we both love to entertain, and we both love to like to have friends over and cook together, which is another thing that we love to do, so just a lot of good, good, good things happening. So, um, so, but it's been really busy and trying to pack, um, even though Celeste and I moved with hardly anything, um, it's basically all the packing and it's the same for him. He doesn't have a whole lot of things either, but it's uh, 
I'm spending my time packing books and packing kitchen things. So it's kind of funny to see what actual material things we do have still, which is uh, a lot of books because we both love to read. On that note, I did share this morning a post about my uh, library book stack, and I love those. I used to be, I mean, for years I homeschooled, and so library was just somewhere we went multiple times a week often, and we always came home with like big stack of books for the kids and for me and for our homeschooling and um, you know, some, some were part of what we were learning, but often it was also just for fun and for our own enjoyment. So I still use the library a lot for myself and, and it's wonderful. And so I went yesterday for a walk to the library. I had books to return and I had books to pick up on holds. And I also just kind of had a quick look around. And even though I told myself, don't get books. Like we're just moving right now. Why am I going to get books that I have to move with me? Um, and we're still moving in the same city, so it's not like a big move. But um, I couldn't help it. And I found a couple of books that were really interesting. So um, one of them, uh, my boyfriend and I will, uh, well, we started last night reading to each other. And we'll probably just read through the book, uh, maybe one chapter at a time. Like I like to read out loud to him and he does too. And um, so we've enjoyed a couple of different things like that in the past and we're continuing doing that. And there's a couple of titles that I found from the our shared shelf um, online book club that's put on by Emma Watson. It's a feminist book club and there's some really excellent titles. I've read several of them, but not all of them. So that's my goal for next, uh, for 2020 to read as many of these titles as I, um, as I'm interested and curious about. So I found two little ones and I'll be reading those and there's a couple cookbooks in there. And, um, also my really good friend Corinne's uh, book, Farm Girl, which is not from the library. It's it's from my from my own personal stack, which actually Tracy sent me uh, from the Life in the Wild West podcast. So hi to both if you're listening. Um, and if you're curious about the titles of all these books, I don't have them with me and I'm really bad with names. So just go on my Instagram, Alexandra IGD, and uh, just look... Um, at the at my feed and it's uh it's a picture of a stack of books and there's educated the book educated on the in the um, in the front with my red uh teacup tea mug so it should be pretty easy to find and then you can see the titles um what else uh oh within the last month i had a seasonal part-time job that i had started um at a retail store very popular um, company of clothing, uh, kind of like the athletic leisure um, industry. And I thought it'd be a great, a great start or like a great fit for just having something to do basically. And um, my savings are dwindling down to nothing. So of course, it'd be good for my bank account um, until I found something permanent. And that's a lot more um, suited for my skills, for my bilingual skills and my background in administration, customer service, all that stuff. So it was kind of like a temporary thing, which it was, it was seasonal position. But after a few times there, I just I just could not. And I I am 47 years old. And even though it might not have made sense financially, um, I talked about it, you know, with my daughter and with my boyfriend. And just it just was 
creating so much anxiety and and anger even. I, I spoke one day just just chatting with my daughter and she asked me how I was going and I got so like actual angry and it's it's not often that I get angry at all and it really surprised me and they both said well you know why like you don't have to go like you do have something else coming up and you know it's okay like if it's if it's that that much of a a not good fit you know it's not a career move it's not anything like that so after thinking about it for a few days, I just decided to let go of it. And, um, and it was a really good decision, actually, because it was, it was really stressing me out. And I realized that, yeah, at 47, I'm just not, I'm not willing anymore to do things just because I should be doing. And it's exactly what my, both of my um, doctors had told me a few months ago, that I need to stop with the should and, and just do things um, obviously some things I have to do, but that's different than it should do. So the should is really implies that I have a choice. And am I doing this because I feel like I should be doing, like I, it's it's expected of me? And who is putting that expectation on me? And, you know, all this kind of thought process. Um, and it's different than if I was 20. And not that anything seriously wrong went with that job but it was just the whole you know being a seasonal worker and um the 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 culture of the company is you know promoted as one thing but really in the day-to-day thing is it's really just another retail place and um yeah it just I don't want to speak badly about it but it just did not fit for me. So I will leave it at that. So I'm much more happy and um, looking forward to my other job that's that will be coming up soon. Um, what else did I want to, I wanted to mention something else. Oh yeah, personally, uh, and this is what I'm really curious about and I am going to dig deeper into that, is the fact that um, a few months after I left my marriage, my um my ex-husband now, um, and I was in my apartment with just my daughter, I started having nightmares and having a really hard time with processing everything that had happened, the toxicity and all that. And once I understood what was going on, I was able to, to deal with it a lot better. And, and, and I feel like that's all taken care of, but a lot of people, or not a lot of people, I, I discovered that often, things come up once you're in a safe place, once you're, um, you're out of that toxic situation, whatever it is, and you're able to process, your mind's able to process and, and you're in a safe environment with either by yourself or with people that support you and, um, and it's okay. And that's when things kind of digest, go through, and then you're able to move on. So I thought I was done with all this stuff and, I am because it's not what's happening now is not related to my ex-husband or my marriage. But way before that, um, I had a really, um, really abusive childhood. And during my teen, um, I was a victim of, of, um, well, of rape and uh, sexual abuse. And it's just really, really nasty things. And I don't... um, 
I thought I had gone through it in my early 20s that I process everything and, you know, everything was fine and not coming up anymore. But it seems like it's coming up again. And, and it's very intriguing as well as, of course, upsetting because it's, it's very draining as well to process all this stuff. And, um, and so I'm, I'm really curious to know more about why is it that once we're in a safe place, then we can process. I understand why it happens because obviously we're in a safe place and this is why it's, it's okay. We feel supported and loved and cared for. And, um, my partner is unbelievably supportive and caring and will just be there for me completely hold me dry my tears whatever it is listen to me talk with me it's it's unbelievable seriously and and I'm very grateful but I am really curious or I shouldn't say but I should say and I'm really curious to know more the psychology why those kind of things like that happen so I've I've had nightmares again um, and I've had these really deep, I guess, nightmares where I wake up, but I don't realize where I am and I don't even realize who is with me. And I, he said, I even had a full conversation with him and I didn't know who he was or where I was. So it's quite scary. And, um, but he's really strong and he's able to help. But um, there's definitely something I'm going to very likely uh, reach out for some professional help or something. Anyway, um, so that's been uh, in a kind of a of a of a. Well, it's not sad. I think it's a it's an opportunity for me to grow and heal even more. So I don't see it as a sad thing, and I'm not sharing because. I'm looking to receive any kind of empathy or anything like that. I'm more sharing because my podcast, I want it to be about what I'm curious about. And that is what I'm curious about right now, because I'm, I'm really curious and like not fascinated in a, in an obsessive way, but, but in a way fascinated by how the mind works. And so that, that is, um, yeah, that's what I'm curious about. And, um, what else? So I shared about that, our shared, shared shelf and that book club, by the way, if you're interested, um, I did talk about it in my Instagram as well, not, not long ago, or maybe a couple posts before that book, uh, library book stack one. Um, it's, uh, you can find it on Goodreads, the Goodreads app, which is excellent. If you don't have it yet, I highly recommend it. Um, great way to keep track of what you're reading. Um, and I look, I, I love looking back in previous years. Um, and also, uh, of course, of course, it's a, an online community of, you know, readers, um, and finding new books, uh, to read, like we need more <laughs> to read on our, to read lists, but, um, no, it's, it's really excellent. I've been on there for several years and I really enjoy it. Every year I give myself a challenge of reading a certain amount of books and uh yeah so i've shared about that and oh it's almost uh you know it's mid december almost and that means um i love this time of year because with uh susanna conway uh over in england she uh offers a free workbook um unraveling the year and every year i've done it i think since 2000 and 
12, I think, um, from what I could look back. And basically, it's an, it's an amazing workbook, um, has lots of different exercises and prompts and things like that, that help you look back at the year that just happened. So this year will be 2019, um, in various ways and and then look ahead so it's not as much of oh setting intentions because or resolutions whatever the word is i i'm not i'm not a big fan of new year's resolutions they always seem to just go away real fast <laughs> so it's more of um uh i know there's uh like where do you see yourself you know in five years ten years that kind of thing and um uh to to be able to see what maybe we would like the focus of the year to be um and, and what we we would love to happen in different categories in our lives so like personal work and health and all this kind of stuff so um check out Susanna Conway you can find her on Instagram uh she has her own website and unraveling the year is um this free workbook that you can download and print um and uh, and fill out and uh, every year it also includes a tarot card spread and I love doing that one um I do it and write it down like write down the um the results in my bullet journal and I kind of read it over at the beginning of the year and then I don't read it at all and and maybe like every few months I kind of look back once life has happened and see, um, you know, how I matched up with what's actually happened, what the cards said. And it's just for fun. I really enjoy it. Um, and, uh, I don't live my life by those cards, but I, it's, it's really something that I really, I really enjoy. And it's, uh, another very, um, very much curious, curiosity driven for me. Um, so I do that. And oh, you can also get emails from her, free emails about, um, and it helps you find your word for the year. So along with the unraveling the year, every year I um, choose a word or more than one word if I can't pin it down to one. Um, that's kind of like going to be the focus. Um, and some years it's very accurate and, you know, it's almost like, wait, did I, did I purposely choose that word because um, that's really what I wanted to focus on and I actively focused on that. Um, I think the first year was, my word was adventure and it's when we moved from Ontario to PEI and it was full of adventure of all different kinds. <laughs> that's the first year that my marriage kind of started falling apart as well. My my ex-husband had decided that he didn't want to be married anymore. And so that was a whole adventure on its own because I, I had no idea. And um, and then we decided to try to make it a go again, but it just, I never healed from that. And I never, I think a lot of my friends um, told me at the time that they could see like it just really impacted me and it was just never the same after, but that's a whole other story. So an adventure to me has a very positive meaning, but sometimes adventures are, you know, it's kind of like a, you could put a, like a sarcastic tone to it, right? Like, well, that was an adventure. Um, so I had all kinds of those different adventures that year. Um, and then I know like over the years I had, I think I had love and peace and, um, lately they've been more, um, like, uh, like this, I'm trying to think this year's words. I know I had evolve, nurture, and there was a third one, and I can't think of the name right now of the word. Um, and I have honestly say, I can honestly say that this year, I 
those things have happened, but I haven't been really focused on, um, besides maybe nurture, I did try to really nurture myself and, and take time to um, heal. Oh, maybe healing was that other word, the third word. Yeah, I think that's it. Nurture, healing, and evolve. Anyway, those emails are great. Um, it's again, little exercises and, and things to think about as you're trying to um, choose a word for your your year, if that's what you choose to do. So highly recommend that it's a conscious um, exercise in, you know, kind of taking an account of the year and looking forward and all that jazz. So yeah, um, and I think that might be all that I want to share. Let me just sign back into my phone here. It always cuts me out. Ooh, 20 minutes. I've babbled on. Um, well, if you're listening to this podcast, I thank you very much um, for keeping listening. Um, I do want to continue recording episodes and, and sharing what I'm curious about because life is so full and life is so, like, it's just, it's so much fun, really, and uh, so rewarding. And there's so much so many things that one can be curious about. And I always love listening to people tell me what they're excited about and what they, they're into and, and all that stuff. Oh, I know one more, one more thing that I want to share. Um, I'm going to be making some lists in my bullet journal for this 2020 year. It seems exciting, right? It's like the end of a decade um, this year and, and we're starting a new decade. And, and this 2020 has a good sound to it. I don't know. I always like even uh, yeah, even numbers more. Um, and this year I'm going to turn 48 and I find like that's, it's so close to 50 and that's exciting. I can't believe I still don't feel like my age in my mind. Um, so anyway, this year I want to do, um, a few very, uh, kind of focused, conscious little challenges for myself and, I like doing, I like signing up for challenges. I like doing them. I don't beat myself up if I don't complete them, but, but I like to have them, um, as a, as a focus. So, uh, I definitely want to start yoga again, which it's going to be hopefully a much better space where we're going. Oh, the fun thing is I haven't even seen where we're moving. Like I I've seen the outside, um, of the house, but I haven't seen the inside. So that's fun um, to be able to walk in and, and discover for the first time without having had the ability to plan and figure out, you know, how we're going to put this. And we don't have any, hardly any furniture. We have just the beds, a, a little tiny kitchen table and this big like bookcase unit that he has. So it's uh, it's not going to take long to put what we already have and, and we can choose some, some pieces together to... Um, to, to add to this, this home together. So, um, where was I saying about that? Uh, that I don't know. I totally lost my train of thought. Oops. Oh yes. So the challenges, um, the yoga, that's where I was getting at. There will be space in that home for, for my yoga mat and, uh, which will be great. Cause right now the space is between, you know, like this wall and this wall, and there's not a whole lot of space. So definitely yoga is something that I, I need to get back to. I'm really, um, kind of looking forward to trying to get into, uh, swimming again, uh, especially through the winter. Um, because I, I find I need something else besides just yoga and hiking and walking, um, to get my body going. So yeah, 
um, that. And then I also know that I want to start adding some strength training um, to my routine. And I've asked my my boyfriend to help me out with that. And um, and I think he will. It might be kind of military style, which could be fun, but <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Um, but one of the challenges that I'm, I've signed up for is a... Um, uh, 52 weeks of, uh, of hiking. And I don't think that's the actual word of it, but I, I came across through Instagram, um, this, uh, this challenge and is it's to challenge yourself to take 52 hikes in a year and it's, it's free and it's, um, you're able to do it however you want. So, you know, maybe one week you go for two hikes and, you know, instead of like every week kind of thing, but I definitely want to do that. Um, there's so many places that I still have to discover and other ones, um, that I want to go back to in, in the area where we live. And I also want to be able to travel and do hikes elsewhere. So I think 2020 will be a great year to, um, you know, really kind of, uh, bring up the, the number of hiking, hiking adventures that we do. And I just like reading, this is something that, um, him and I really love to do together. So yeah, so I think that will be a, another challenge for the year. So reading a lot more of the, uh, the books listed on the Our Shared Shelf and yoga and hiking, all the things I love to do. So it should be very simple to do. <laughs> um, Okay. Well, thanks again for listening. Um, once I've moved, I will try to do a podcast again once a week or so. And uh, maybe once things are settled in a little bit more of a, of a you know, maybe every Tuesday or whatever seems to work, um, I will jump on here and share with you what I'm curious about. All right. Thanks for listening. Have a great weekend.